let's let's uh let's see how much trouble we can get ourselves into here. Uh, Good. Vocal that's what fam. Looking for vocal fam. We're feeling a little dangerous today. We're, we're feeling a little. Uh, here we go. You turn. <laughs> You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from your semi-occluded vocal tract, have you practiced today? S-O-B-P Fry. Oh, I love that. I had um, a student use a straw in a glass of water. I think that's the first time I've actually ever had a... Oh, you've not used the the water, water. before? Well, no. it was hard during the pandemic. It was hard. And yeah. well, this is a kid that like comes to my home and so we're right by my so it's oh, very Oh, and you're right there with the glasses and the water and, and also the, like it's a it's a child and I'm all for fun little things to get a little kid out of their head. Of course. Especially when it's something that's also wildly effective. Why would you not be? Right? But and they love it like she loved it. Awesome. Because who doesn't like blowing bubbles in water, basically? I mean... I mean, I think she might think I'm crazy, but I think most of my students think ran I'm into, crazy. Speaking of SOVTs, I ran into an interesting one. My son is auditioning for um, a scholarship. Exciting. And uh, he's going to sing. You know, my son is 12, vocal fam, if you did not know that. and uh, But we're, we're, we're teaching him... Giants in the sky. Honestly, though, like... That is so perfect for him, like even appearance wise. Yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd be a, he'd be a great Jack. Jack. He'd yeah, be a great Jack. Yeah, um, I'm actually very proud of him because in his little youth acting troupe already here at 12, he was cast as Lysander in I their so student production of Midsummer Night's Dream. Very excited. Very he loves language, so it's like really a great perfect. fit for him. It's really perfect. Um, forgive me, vocal fam. I'm gonna take my jacket off. But, I love that Olivia could not be outdone though. But. Uh, Anyway, we were working on Giants in the Sky just a little bit the other night, and um, oh no, my daughter's singing, singing. She, she. I had to download and purchase Naughty from Matilda. Oh, I could have given. I have that. Well, I now also. Now you now also have, have a licensed it? copy of Naughty from Matilda. Um, but uh, love it. <laughs> um, Charlie uh, has braces right now. Ooh, that struggle. And he has and a so I try, And he has bands <gasps> right now. And we, I had him try to do a raspberry. Oh, Vogel fam, have you tried to have your ado- adolescent students with braces with, try to do? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Bless that was heart. a new one uh, that I had not, because uh, I don't teach kids. And I just had not. Uh, well, you know, as many as I've taught, I've never had one with braces now that I think about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I probably did, like, 15 20 years ago like when i when i still taught (laughs) when i taught younger students but uh i i had never even thought i was just like no no no, i want you to because he he needed some airflow he we needed some airflow and some competent chord closure on that uh you know that 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 higher that 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 oh yeah oh yeah and uh we needed some competent chord closure and um and so you know i was like all right here let's try this and, and he was also reaching for the note a little bit as, you know. Well, especially I've noticed with kids, not only do they like, they, reach, they literally have you, I don't know if Charlie does this, but they will physically reach like with their head. And yeah, I'm like, that's what I meant. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, you actually, literally <laughs> that's actually what I meant. <laughs> physically reaching with his, with his neckline. And you're like, Hey, 
That's not, that's not how we sing higher notes. Hey, friend. <laughs> there I, are other options. Speaking of that, I had a student. So, you know, vocal fam, as you know, when movies come out, sometimes things that have gone out of fashion come, come back, back in. in fashion. That sounds right. I haven't taught that in a hot minute. I mean, I felt like it was 2015 all over again. Um, but uh, I have a student, you know, the, the bad wig movie came out. and um, I never uh, actually saw it. Uh, neither did I. Because um, I don't like movie musicals. Um, oh, we've right. We've talked about this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so he wanted to sing, you know, bang, bang, bang. What's it called? What was I just playing? Waving, waving through a window. Through a window? Yeah, you know, it's oh, the bang-bang song. The bang-bang okay. song. It's the bang-bang song, you know? Knock, no. knock, knock. Da, oh, da, my da, gosh. Without it, I was literally sitting here. I was like, at oh, what point in the song. song does anybody no, it's, it's, bang it's, it's, it's on anything? It's the bang-bang song, you know, because you knock, knock, knock. Anyway. And the piano's just going, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he came in yesterday, one of my, one of my college students, and uh, he goes, you know... Obviously, it's March. We started this song in January. Yep. In case you didn't know, Vocal Fam, it's March. Is it, though? Um, and uh, he goes, he says to me, and, and he's made a lot of progress on it. And, yes, we're doing it in that key that I just played it in because we're doing it a whole step down because I have no the B-flats would have been a touch much. With moving things in keys, like, especially yeah. for just working yeah. purposes. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and also, I mean, honestly making it then in like G and F minor or whatever it is that we're doing it in. I mean, mm -hmm. it kind of, not, not F minor, whatever, A flat, I guess. Um, it actually works quite well in that key. I actually... I could see somebody like wanting, like in a run of the show, wanting to do it down a whole step so you didn't have to do all those B flats yeah. after B flat after B flat. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he did it yesterday and he sang it really well. And he goes, you know, like I'm practicing this song now and it's not hard anymore. Like, oh. these notes don't feel high. And I'm like, yeah, it's almost like the strategies that we applied to this have worked. Yeah. He goes, yeah. You know, sometimes, Vocal Fam, I just kind of sit well, there in, in amazement. I, it's funny. I actually had a similar conversation with a student yesterday where we were working something and earlier in the song, they were like, it's just too high. I can't, I the can't make that sound that high. And, I'm, and I was like, Okay, but you can. But I, I kind of let it go. And so I was like, let's jump to a different part. So I switched to another part of the song that is the exact same pitches. I was like, try it like this. And they did it. And they were like, oh, that was so easy. See, yeah, this is just lower. And I was like, no, these are the exact same pitches, actually. Like, this is the exact same thing. I love making them walk around the piano and actually visually yeah. look at the keyboard when they do something like that. I'm like, no, you're doing the exact same thing. You're just, you're doing what we've been you know working to do like i have a grad student who has made some remarkable progress in the last month like more of a vocal turnaround than i've had a student make in a hot minute and um like a, a few weeks ago we were exploring her upper actual upper range Love she's it. a fine musical theater singer but we were you know trying to incorporate the whole of the voice i'm so excited actually she was singing so well i made sarah and and our other production director uh stage director come listen to her yeah. <laughs> but um you know she just was f wailing away on a d6 and she really was and uh 
and I, and anyway, and I made her like just walk around the piano, and she was just like, I like I don't. That's not part of. That's not my. I'm like, no, it is. It is your voice. I, well, because last semester, I'm not sure that was an option. It was not. Not at o- all. Just, it was not an option. And like, I that makes me so excited for like yeah. <laughs> as the person who well, will be handling the opera. You know, I don't know, vocal fam. Do you have like? Okay, so this is something I've noticed about my teaching. And this is just when I'm trained. Okay, let me rephrase that. How would I say this? Something I know about my teaching that's true, just from experience, is that sometimes I have students who are lovely students. They mean well, but they're not really interested in changing. They kind of sing the way they sing. And... They're not really looking... A lot of my worship leadership majors, no offense to them, are this way. Some of my music ed students historically have been this way. Right. You know, they want to they wanna, they wanna learn their songs. They want to go on with their life. They want to get their job. And you know what? A lot of those people are out... Do great. And they are doing great things for students. And they've been given good information in pedagogy, this, that, and the other. And I'm very proud of them. They do what they do well. But when you're training someone who really wants to maybe do something with singing, whatever that is, teaching, singing, performing, whatever. I, I'm, I'm really about kind of transforming the person, transforming yeah. the, transforming the artist. Not that I like, like abuse them or anything, or I'm like breaking them it's down. It's almost like you want to make them make an uncomfy sound. I make them make uncomfy uh-huh. sounds. All, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> may have may have taught Sarah a voice lesson this week. <laughs> it was uncomfy. <laughs> and yet, the end result was wonderful. It's just a different sound. My point being is that I know this about my teaching is that the way we we work with that with those kind of paradigm shifts and experiential shifts is that it makes a lot of it, a lot of times when you go through that as a singer, it makes you uncomfortable. Like because we perceive we perceive so much of our sense of self in our with our voice. voice, you know, particularly when we're perceiving like our voice as like the area right behind our eyes, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. like because that's where we sort of sense self, and then you know to transfer that somewhere else can be a real. How about uh, jarring or um, uh, you know it, it's it's just uh, it can be it's a, jarring. It can, I think jarring is is the right the word. right is the right word. Yeah. So what I've noticed is though, the students that I've really like taken from when I've watched an individual go from like a total transformation. Yeah. They're students who are willing to go through that process. Yeah. And I recognize that it's that it, I know that it's uncomfortable because I've been that uncomfortable, like with well, my own voice. Well, it forces you to confront your voice, mm-hmm. your sense of self, and like yeah. if you really want to make that change, how you want to see yourself versus the reality of yourself. Right. Like that's hard. Right. The, but these you know, are the roles a, I want to sing. Oh, wow. And that was a very interesting thing that can apply to so many things about life, but also just like, but specifically about singing 
that can apply to your overall timbre. That mm-hmm. could apply to your sense of self singing different styles if you're cross training, mm-hmm. which you know pretty much anybody practically. I Is mean, doing. most of my students who are really looking to sing are doing. Um, and I mean, some of my pros who are out just doing their specific thing, may- maybe not. That that's fine, and th- and that's great. You know, yeah. o- obviously, I just found out this week that one of my students is going to get to prepare Tosca this summer. Very, oh my gosh, that's very awesome. excited about helping her through. Uh, that is exciting. An opera that I very near and dear to my heart. Uh, in the title role, um, but uh, it's a performance with piano, so just testing some waters. Still, never, never sung something quite that beefy. Big, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, but, but you know, so maybe a student like that, they're just doing their thing and, you know, whatever. But but a lot of the time when we're cross training, when we're trying to experience different noises, I just I love putting people in a giving. I know. Here's what I say. I would say I love giving people the opportunity to experience their potential. I like that. And sometimes that takes taking them out of themselves a little bit. And it's uncomfy. And it's uncomfortable. That was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way? <laughs> I don't know. Vocal fam, you have no idea how tired Sarah and I actually are. I am. I have my tea this morning. This, this was tea. This, this was morning. tech week. We and are. yet next week is also tech week. How is that possible? <laughs> tech weekend. I'm like looking at the next few days and I'm like, hmm. We have five straight runs starting today. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know that you wouldn't actually have to live in Mississippi to buy a ticket for Godspell. Huh? You could always just, just think of it as a donation. buy a ticket and help support Lyric you Stage. Know, this was the thing I thought about though, saying like how tired we are. And like I had a moment where I like, I was like, why am I this tired? Like I have done shows before. I am doing less now, really, than I was like when I was in school doing shows. And it hit me like I know we keep coming back to, but we haven't done this in how long? We have like not done I this am, in a hot minute. I am. I say out of shape in quotation marks. It's not that I'm. I mean, yeah, I'm physically out of shape too. Sure, whatever. That's a totally bah. separate thing, guys. But like, I'm just. I'm not used to it I, it's been a while since i've done a show like it's been a while since we've done That's tech right. week because for a while i mean i'd say usually at least once a semester you're living this life and so you're just kind of used to it i looked back at or um, on a regular basis if you're a performer i was trying to yeah i was trying to find the name of something some event that we had gone to a while back like a few years ago and i was going back through the vocal fry like through our photos to try to find if we had posted something about it we had by the way um and i was looking and i was like oh i remember doing this 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 and then it hit me it was all in like the spring of 2019 and i was like I can't believe I like three years. ago. I know, but I'm like, I can't believe I functioned doing that much stuff in a, in like a few month period. Because I think like right now, I think about that and I'm like, I would die. But I'm like, obviously, I was used to this at some point. Yeah, three. Yeah, three years ago. It's almost like going through the process of this is uncomfortable. Yep. But yet, out of the comfort, but fun, enjoyable. But going through the uncomfortable bit. We're going to have some very great art. Yeah. It really will be. It really... I was... Anyway, yeah. to, just to wrap this little thing up where I started... Yep, sorry. No, no, we're good. I 
if you're a voice teacher out there, help your students, give them opportunities to try things, to play, to take themselves out of themselves. Sing something that you might not actually go on and perform. Yeah, why not? What is it? What is it? I what, actually what? had a girl that we worked waving through a window just because. Why not? Why not? Why not? What does it matter? I mean, you know, like like re- legitimately. There were good you know? re- Well, there were good reasons to do it for her. Like is she going to go perform Evan Hansen at any point in her life? I actually no? I actually have a student who um was doing a audition in um major metro that they were doing i forget what the show was that they were doing she was she was auditioning for something and i don't remember what it was now Mm -hmm. maybe maybe i don't remember um and but they were open to you know gender you know i love it open casting i love it and she auditioned she auditioned with i've come to wive it wealthily in padua i love it kiss me kate was great um, said it went very well. So if you sing it well, was, you sing it well. Thought that was pretty great. Uh, so anyway, um, no, gosh, what a week it's been. Uh, it's been. Uh, it's been Rehearsal quite the week. Rehearsals. You know, Sarah and I were just talking before we started recording. Focal fam, when you're out there in voice lesson land, <laughs> you're you know doing the things. I recognize that this could be different in different situations, obviously. But I was just thinking, one of the things that the, you know how we've talked over the last year, two, whatever, about things we've kind of learned throughout the pandemic, you Mm. know, kind of things that, or maybe things that we realized that like, you know, I've come to to question like sometimes whether or not makeup lessons make any sense. Like if we miss the time, we miss the time. We're yeah. going to keep working. We'll yeah. see each other the next time. Let's admit that sometimes I understand we have like academic requirements we have to get in, seat hours, this sort of thing. I, I understand. Sometimes having a week off is actually what you need. Yep. Yeah. Let it settle. Like, Let it you know, because a lot of my, rest. some of my pro students, they only want a lesson every other week anyway. Yeah. They don't want a lesson every week because they want some time to. Process, you practice. You know, sometimes, I don't also, know. I don't know. straight up, when, like, when you're out of academia and like, you're not a student sense, like, you might not. You might have life happening, and you might not have time to practice as much as you would love. Or time to teach voice lessons. Or that. I don't know who would do ever have that happen to them. <laughs> I don't have any idea who that might be. Somebody <laughs> might have that happen to them, but I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs> We're so subtle over here. <laughs> <laughs> Have we mentioned we're tired? <laughs> this is like, I know you don't watch YouTube, but people on YouTube, they do get ready. I think it's what they do when they can't, when their brains are just done, get ready with me's. And it's I don't know what that is. It's where they literally like their YouTube video for that day or that week is them just putting on their own makeup, drinking their coffee, just chit chatting about whatever. And we're not putting on any makeup right now, but I feel like we're just sitting here with our like, our coffee, our tea, and we're just sort of. 
getting ready for our dress rehearsal this afternoon? Yeah, (laughs) this is my warm-up, guys. This is Sarah's warm up. This is my warm up. This is Sarah's. Uh, this is this is her warm up. It's also a mental warm up. She's looking forward to it, and performing and doing all the things. Oh yeah, but yeah, no makeup lessons. Like, I get it because it's sort of also out of context. I feel like half the time you end up trying to like squash all these makeup lessons in right at the end of the semester. And that like, precise. And is that helping anybody? Listen, if you're having lessons three days in a row, like what what are you? What, what are you, are you doing? Wait, what are you doing? You're not practicing. Even my, even honestly, I, a lot of my students, all of my students right now that have two 30-minute lessons a week, it's like they have a lesson on Tuesday, nothing Wednesday, a lesson on Thursday. They're not, they're not coming back to me on Thursday having made any progress from what we made on Tuesday. Not really. Yeah. I still like the idea of seeing students twice a week, though. I do, too. Compared to once. I do, too, because honestly, by the end of 30 minutes, most of mine are like... They've, they've hit their max. Particularly have, with, like, the freshies and the sophomores. And honestly, I look at it almost as a... If I know they're at least working on what we're working on twice that week. Exa- preci- precisely like, that. I like it that as a reminder. Precisely that. But, but, like, it's not like... I don't expect them to come in on Thursday having just made leaps and bounds of improvement. Having, or having mastered whatever right. thing we were trying to work no. on Tuesday. So that being said, like when you're trying to squish a bunch of makeups in, probably at the end of the semester, are you are you really making that much progress? Yeah, I don't know. Are you just running the piece like five times in a row before they go into their juries? Is that what's really happening? And it, well, and I question like, is there learning happening? Mm-hmm. Y- y- yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is there learning happening? Like that. That's what I. I remember early on in my teaching, like way back, 20 years ago, uh, when I would miss lessons, I was so obsessed about making them up that sometimes with students, I'd make them come twice in a day. Like we'd do a morning, because it was the only time we had, we'd do like a morning and then an evening or something just to get them in. Oh, But I think that comes to, I know sometimes we've talked about like business practices, like thinking of yourself as a business and not letting yourself getting get taken advantage of and i think not so much with your students that take like academically but like private students you can like potentially run the risk with makeup lessons of i think they think that like because they've you know paid for your time or whatever that like that you owe them like if they cancel the lesson that you owe them a makeup at their own whims you know that you should bend over backwards to them, and I don't know. Like, yeah, I think I think the important thing, just with any of them, whether we're talking about academic or private clients, is that you need to just have preset have boundaries. Ex- well, boundaries, but also preset ex- expectations. That too. That too. You need you know, to have something I, you can I, point I, I, to. I think there just needs to be an agreement in place of like how that's mm-hmm. going to work. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. But I, I guess I'm, of course, thinking of this in a more academic sense of like. Sometimes the thing has just passed. Yes. And I remember like last year with the pandemic, like when we were like, you know, pre-vaccine and all that, I was just like, if we miss, we miss. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, if you try to reschedule once, okay. But then if you have like to reschedule twice, like at some point. Well, and I was thinking like, what if somebody has long COVID and, yeah. and like, they're out for five weeks or something? Yeah. What like are you going to do? And try to I, make that. What am I going to do? Like, all up. Particularly like, if they have like reduced lung function or something. Yeah. I mean, like what, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? You know. Life happens. 
So anyway, I, I, I don't know. So Vocal Fam, I had the chance um, sometime this week. Was it yesterday? If it's what you're, I think you're talking about. I had yes. a chance to do a little, uh, little interview for the interwebs. That was yesterday, right? For, uh, Thursday. Some stuff we're doing at Nats National. Um, if you've not registered for Nats National, early bird deadline is next Friday. Yeah, because that's April first. Next Friday is yep. the early bird. Only reason I know that is because that's also when Godspell is, and again, you know, if um, you're in the area. <laughs> so uh, please We're come not. join us in <laughs> Chicago this summer. Yeah, there's still um, rooms of, or at least as of last week, because I'm definitely not saying that's when I finally booked my hotel room or anything like that. But there were still rooms available at the group rate at the Marriott. At the Marriott. Mm-hmm. And that is having checked many many times in many many places that is the best rate you're gonna find near the near the conference near the conference like what, in what, what was the group rate 170 okay it's pretty so. i mean it's a pretty good deal because but make sure you stay until tuesday yeah or wednesday really <laughs> because sarah and my session format vision Tuesday afternoon is right? not until tuesday afternoon so that's why i'm saying really just just stay till wednesday uh, also, another one of my sessions, flipping the pedagogy frame with Yvonne Redman and Dr. Joshua Glasner, Ooh. is also on Tuesday. Ooh. Um, so please make sure you stick around. Tuesday. Maybe maybe do some sightseeing one of the other days. Something, yeah. you know. Uh, go see something in Chicago. Yeah. You know, whatever it, whatever it is that you do in Chicago. Definitely I haven't even, I haven't had time to figure that the out Navy yet. The Navy Pier, the Sears Tower. Don't you want a hot dog? Isn't, no, isn't a Chicago I hot dog a, a hot thing? Dog. Deep dish pizza is a thing. Well, we will definitely be getting some deep, deep dish, dish pizza. pizza. You got the Navy Pier. And probably be sick for a day after that. So we're going to have to very strategically place the deep dish pizza. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I was honestly almost thinking Tuesday night. <laughs> um, t- ooh, t- ooh. All right, right. Smart. I'm thinking. To, always to, thinking. But I have to fly Wednesday morning. Yeah, I think we actually are going to fly too. Uh, I don't know about that. Strangest thing. Anyway, so book your book your book your, book book your, your Chicago book your... Uh, flights. Make Do sure it. more importantly register for the conference. Register for the conference. That's a that's a because thing. Because the early bird deadline is in a week. Um. So uh, please don't let that sneak up on you. Please make sure you get <laughs> registered. I know time has lost all meaning, but to, oh gosh. Please, Here we are. Please get registered. There are so many great... We can see fireworks. I assume Chicago has good fireworks. I mean, one would assume they're right there at the river. Like, I know. I mean, right? Right? Surely? Someone from Chicago. Let us know. Cer- certainly. Chicago's fireworks are right there at All the river. All my sightseeing is based on my fourth grade trip to Chicago, so... I don't... Can big I, highlight of that was the American Girl doll store. I think the only time Chicago's not a city I frequented. I want to say the only time I was there was for college auditions. Mm. I think that was. Mm. I think that was, and that was like when I was, you know, under. I was seventeen auditioning yeah. for undergrad programs. That's a different feel. Uh, uh, and 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 um, you know, auditioning for Northwestern when it was. You know, negative four degrees in you didn't February. You did not want to do much sightseeing? Uh, you know, and then auditioning two weeks later in 80-degree Miami might have had something to, to do, do with, with your my choices? <laughs> university choice because the scholarships were equivalent. That and, sounds uh, right. 
<sighs> if you don't know this vocal fam, Perna does not like cold weather. I can't stand the cold. I I can't stand the cold. Yeah. Yeah, I Give don't Give me a uh, spring day any day. Not I'm not a fan. I mean, I don't mind visiting cold weather. You know, like I can For like a day. Yeah, like I don't mind like a little trip. Give me a little cold snap. But um, the idea of living in a cold environment is... I'd die. I would die. Jamie makes fun of me because I no. bundle... It's 50, if it's 50 degrees out and we walk Aria, I bundle up like I'm going into the Arctic. Yeah, it, that's 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 correct. Uh, so anyway, at some point, you know, you and I need to actually like do our Nats National presentation. Yeah, I thought about that. But I think that's what May is for. <laughs> Isn't that what May is for? I, I think it's that's... It's gonna be May. <laughs> I think that's what Justin Timberlake is for. Oh, man, I cracked myself up. <laughs> I got way too amused by I, that. I think... I think that's what May is <laughs> I think for. I think that's what just post-Godspell is for. Like... Oh, Lord. I don't know. I just... Who knew that producing a musical would take as much out of me as it did it take i mean i'm just in it i'm just in it and i'm like what is happening oh my yeah no, that is good. that is correct thing. uh all right so anyway vocal fam you know a lot going on a lot going on it's that time it's probably that time for y'all too uh did you have you finished did, did you did you watch last night's picard not yet oh it's not yet oh is it good oh I'm so excited. Oh, we approve. Oh, my gosh. I'm so ready. Yeah. I realized, you know, when we were going out to dinner and I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to I'm not going to get to watch Picard tonight. Uh, so I, I've got a Star Trek Discovery season four. We kind of gave up on that. I finished again. it. We finished you it. Finished it. Yeah, we finished it. There are so many scenes. And when I say so many. So many scenes of characters literally just sitting around with the universe ending around them and they're sitting there oh, talking I about their feelings. When, that, when people like, there's not enough time to do like a smart tactical thing, but there's plenty of time to talk about how we feel. Oh, it, it was it's like the whole peeps. season. Yikes. Was people sitting around Yikes. in with the universe collapsing around them. Yikes talking about their feelings well, and i'm a big fan of this show but yeah i've enjoyed previous this season struggled a little a lot I, and i like i don't know if the writers were just all covid depressed like i get it like it's been a rough couple of years mm -hmm. this was it almost got to the point where it was like lazy writing where it was like mm. I hate that. Now we're going to talk about our feelings with these two, two characters because we, <laughs> we haven't heard about their yet. feelings in a hot minute. Ugh. So let's talk about their feelings. Hard pass. Uh, Yeah, it Hard. was... Um, well, I've enjoyed Picard at least. So I'm having one... Actually, and like... So in Picard, Seven of Nine has become one of my favorite characters. Oh, Seven. To the point Phenomenal. that like... I'm. I feel like that alone will drive me to watch whatever one she comes from. Is it Deep Space that she's no, her first no, thing Voy was? Voyager. Voyager. I could see that being like the reason I watch that. It's a very different character in Voyager. I'm just Dang. gonna. I'm gonna warn you. Darn. Well, I love her, and it's a little dehumanized with Dang. a woman in a very tight bodysuit. Dang, that's upsetting. Well, just, and other things, guys. I'm finally watching Bridgerton. Just throwing that out there. If anybody else watched that. <sighs> I like. I've liked that's it so a, far. That's a soap opera, right? Sort of. Yes, very much so. Actually, see, I enjoyed it. I can't. I so can't. Far, not I, can't, I can't do it. 
I also tried watching, and I still think I'll probably end up watching it. Did you know they put the first season of the, like, Servant of the People, the TV show that Zelensky was in that made people think, wait, where he plays the president of the Ukraine and made people be like, oh, you should actually run for the president of the Ukraine? They put the first season of that on Netflix. Oh, I did not know that. But the reason that this is going to have to be watched at, like, a slightly later date, it's in Russian. Like, it's got subtitles, but it's in Russian. So, like, it's not something you can just have on and kind of be, like, doing what I like. If you're going to watch it, that's all you're doing is sitting there watching, literally watching. Okay, um, that's going to have to be a later time That's my thing is, like, right in my life right now, I'm watching TV while I'm, like, doing my groceries. I'm I'm, I'm watching it for 60, actually 42 minutes just to get through the very, very last thing in my day while I'm still checking email. Yeah, yeah, like I'm still doing other things, so. And usually fall asleep about 23 minutes in. But the first 10 minutes before I was like, oh, well, I can't do this right now was good. (laughs) It was a good 10 minutes. Okay, all right. Just Uh, know that's out there, world. If you wanted, if you needed a little more Zelensky in your life, uh, you can have it. Okay, well, hey, I mean... Now you know. I'm not surprised Netflix put that on. I'm not either. I'm not either. But I mean, who knew that they owned the rights? Who I mean, knows? because I doubt they just went out and bought the rights. Yeah. Well, they might have. It's it's only the first season, and apparently there were like three or four. Maybe they did. Which apparently the final season only had like three episodes, and I was reading the IMDb, and it was it said the only TV show ever to be canceled because it became true. Golly. Because he ran for president. Okay. So there you go, guys. There's your little... There's your little pop culture uh, news of the week. Yep. Uh, very plugged in right now. That was, uh, that, was really. that was good, Sarah. That Thank was, you. Uh, Thank you. I just was, that was outside of our normal oeuvre. Normal? And, I know. Uh, I kind of like I've it. I've surprised myself. Uh, I like trying it. Trying to expand my horizon. I'm trying to be uncomfy. I like... <laughs> trying to get okay with that. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's it's, it's whatever. It is it's, what it is. It's it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Uh, we do have some actually exciting stuff coming up. We're gonna have a guest on in a couple yeah. of weeks. Two weeks. Sooner three than weeks. you think. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, we're gonna have Lori Sonnenberg back on. Um, talk about some demystifying voice health and uh, destigmatizing Our, voice health and yep. um, something that we've not talked about. In a while. In a while that used to be a central part of this show and, and just wanted to bring it back. And Absolutely. Looking forward to having somebody else other than us two idiots uh, <laughs> actually on this podcast sharing. Uh, Don't even know what you're saying. You know, wisdom. Not that you're an idiot, Sarah, but I count for. <laughs> I, I, I no, at least I'm count definitely. for. I at least count for two. Um, for each, like, half an idiot. That that's makes up at least one full idiot. That sounds right. Oh, man. That sounds. Uh, that sounds right. What's All your right. Friday morning without a little self-deprecation? I say we keep it short today because I'm about to be interviewed. Yep. Um, that sounds good. Vocal fam, I'm, I'm about to do an interview for guess what? For Godspell. For Godspell. No one is surprised. Can you tell that's a thing we're doing? What show do what show do y'all think we're doing right now? Uh, What's going on in our lives? Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're about to. Oh, that's why you wore the shirt. Yes, I literally have my Godspell shirt on. Can we sell those today. to people that don't live in Mississippi? Yes, if you'd like to buy a lyric stage at MC Godspell shirt, just let me know. Um, we've got They're cute. them. They're lovely, They're actually nice, pretty cute. I'm a, I'm a fan. Thick T-shirt with our lyric stage logo on the lapel. It's like, cute. If it had a lapel, but like on the you know the front. Front, front left chest, we'll and then spot. the Godspell logo on the uh, licensed logo. On if you don't the, have enough T-shirts. Hey, speaking of Godspell, Vogel fam, did you know that Playbill? 
has a website that you can use called Playbuilder, D-E-R. It's cool. That you can use and license Playbill. It's cool. Programs. It only costs $70 for unlimited rights to printing. It's cool. And it's very user intuitive. I used I it to, like to design our program. So if you're out there in producer land um, or director land and, and, and you didn't know that, you if you're listening to this podcast and you're in that role, I bet you already knew that and Perna's just an idiot. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say you I'm gonna say you already knew about this. Someone out there might not know. Someone give us a give us a give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down of like yes I knew about Play Builder, Um, (laughs) uh, or or you know um, it's been around since 2007 or something like that. Anyway, it was new to me. And it was very convenient. It pre-populated song titles. That's it, nice. It pre-populated the billing information. I'm sure the formatting was uh, spot on. Yes, the formatting was pretty easy. It was, that to it was me easy is one to of the biggest pains. It was easy to work ads in. That's nice. Um, it was. It was. Uh, That's nice. It was really quite quite wonderful, and for a very reasonable seventy dollars for the licensing. So I mean, yeah. I at least I think $70 is very I have no frame of reference. So reasonable. Sure. Um so anyway, there's a little if Play Builder would like to sponsor the yeah. Fry podcast along with Plural Publishing. We can work that in a lot more. We could certainly uh We can make that happen. We can make that happen. Anyway, Vocal Fam, all right, listen, I hope everybody out there has a great week. Sarah, what'd you have for breakfast? Mm, cranberry orange breakfast biscuits. Cranberry orange cookies, Vocal Fam. You heard it here first. All right. We will see you next week. Later on. Peace. Bye.